welcome back to Young and Wifed Up. This is Marcella. And I'm Gabby. And thanks for joining us this week for another episode. Before we get started today, you can check out all of our past episodes and resources and links to any products that we talk about on youngandwifedup.com. And we also just launched our Facebook group last week. Yes, so exciting. We have so many new members and we're super stoked about it. It's been really fun to comment back and forth, interact with you guys. And if you haven't joined yet, go and join. The link to the Facebook group, I believe, is on the website. So you can also access that on the website as well. Yes, please join our community. We're so happy and excited about it. And we can't wait for more content and for more conversations and discussions to come up. Definitely. Cool. So, how are you doing this week? I'm tired. (laughs) Me too. I'm going to apologize. I feel like I'm going to sound really out of breath this episode. I was like (laughs) running up to your apartment with Seth. And I got up here and I was like, (gasps) oh man. I don't know why. I'm just, my body's just not doing well. Yeah. No, I totally get it. I was thinking that you and I should try to go back to Zumba next week. I'm scared. (laughs) I'm scared too, but <laughs> I can't even walk up the stairs without like, <laughs> you know, when you like haven't worked out in so long. Yeah. No, it takes I such a toll. That's on you. why whenever I go, if, if it's been more than like a couple weeks that I've gone to the gym, I don't have, I don't ever put the pressure on myself to go like this many times a week. I just go when I can mm-hmm. and when I'm feeling well. And yeah. like both you and I haven't been our to the, our utmost health oh, and energy not. i mean who is during the holidays <laughs> yeah past the cut the, the past couple months too. so i cannot wait until i feel normal again and i think part of it is maybe we, you and i should go on like a walk or something a little starter yeah <laughs> we'll work our way up to a zumba class last week um <laughs> i told jed i was like you know now that we're like getting you know back into our routine after the holidays you know being on break and all this stuff I was telling him, I was like, you know, I'd really like to go to the gym with you. I have not in all of the years that I've known him. And my husband is like a gym junkie. Like he loves going to the gym. He goes as much as he can, Mm -hmm. even with, you know, being a dad and being a husband and all the other stuff. He somehow still finds he usually goes actually on his lunch break. What a psychopath. (laughs) He goes to the gym on his lunch and I'm like, I would be napping at that time. (laughs) You kidding me? But I told him, I was like, I really want to go to the gym with you. And he was like, okay, I'm going to come up with, like, a plan for us. Oh and I'm gosh. like, I'm scared. Last, okay, <laughs> I've done that with, when Ryan and I were dating and engaged, we both had a membership to 24 oh, hour. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hated it. I could not stand going to 24 hour. Mm. I don't know why. It's just not my vibe. It's too big. I don't know. I like smaller gyms and I'm a more of a class person and right. you are too, but... Yeah. But he wanted to go to the gym with me and so we went and he, like, he does this, like... I don't know. It the way that he does his body um highlighting like for the day we're going to do leg day or whatever. Mm. It makes no sense to me <laughs> like at all. And maybe because he's a man and so he has different goals than I do as a woman. But like his cardio and then and the ratio between cardio and weight training makes no sense to me. Like I normally if I'm going to be doing the workout on the floor, I do cardio first. And do like 20 Mm. or 25 minutes cardio. And then I'll do the rest of the hour weight training. That's just what I normally do. Yeah, same. I feel like it warms me up, gets my blood pumping. And then I'm. he does the opposite. So he's he's like a finish with a bang kind of a person. Yes. (laughs) And then he'll like sprint. (laughs) 
for anyway. So oh, I did man. not enjoy working out with him because, and then two, <laughs> Ryan, two, I, I felt like, I just felt like this weird, pre- like I couldn't just like be my, like do my own thing. And I think it's because we were dating and we mm. weren't like married yet. But yeah, even still, yeah, I don't true. think I would like to work out with him because, yeah. But we go together. We go to crunch together and but then I'll go to my class and then he go- does whatever weird thing he does when he works out. But anyway, so yeah, that's. Jed and I have not once been at the same gym at the same time in the last. That's true. I don't know five six years that we've been together which is well, crazy because let me know how it goes i know we'll see jed is like a drill sergeant i well i think one of <laughs> one, I, he really he really is a drill sergeant it's kind of crazy. like ask my mom and ryan because they work out we they used to work out with him a lot yeah and uh, <laughs> ryan's like jed's always kicking our butts <laughs> and like screaming at us <laughs> My poor mom is like oh my struggling. Gosh. Our mom's funny. pretty fit though. I mean, she, she is. She can handle but it. But there's Jed's like on a level that yeah. I don't know. It's not like he's an advanced person, but he just kind of like goes hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like go hard or go home yeah. type of guy. <laughs> and I, I would just literally die yeah. if I was working out with him. I'd yeah. be like, no, thank you. This is not fun anymore. I don't want this. Uh, yeah, I'm worried about that. And also, like, I want to be able to listen to my own music. Like, I don't want to, like, interact with yeah, him. Yeah, don't talk to me. Let's not but, like, talk. Like, we can do the same thing. So, like, tell me what we're going to do, but then leave me alone while yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. it. You know? Like, and give then, me a time frame. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then let me do it that by myself. That makes more sense to me. Anyway. Well, good luck with that, Marcel. <laughs> but let us know how that goes. <laughs> I will. All right, guys. So, let's go ahead and head into a quick commercial break, and we'll get into our topic. I don't know about you, but I'm always on the hunt for a convenient shopping experience. However, too much of the stuff we buy today is made without any thought of how it will affect our families and the world tomorrow. What if there was an all-around better way to shop, with the convenience that we all want and the confidence that everything is made, packaged, and shipped sustainably? Earth Hero is exactly that. Earth Hero is a one-stop shop for all your sustainable and eco-friendly products. They have so many products, ranging from beauty supplies, cleaning products, homeware, clothing, baby essentials, and so much more. Join us today on our sustainable journey by using promo code YOUNGANDWIFEDUP for 10% off your entire purchase. Make sure to click the Earth Hero link on our website at youngandwifedup.com to start shopping today. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about hair, which seems very broad, but (laughs) we have a lot of... um, I don't know. T- we've had a lot of thing- terrible things happen to us with our hair <laughs> over the years. And I feel like even though we have very different hair textures between the two of us and neither of us have like, it's just two of us. I mean, we can only speak to our own experiences. We don't have the same hair as everybody else. And, but we can still speak to like what works for us. And maybe you guys can try some of the tips or things that we have to say about it and yeah. see if it works for you. Because I think I've gotten into a couple hair ruts where I'm like, I, whatever I'm doing is not working for me mm-hmm. or I'm dealing with hair loss or I'm dealing with like a dry scalp or X, Y, Z. Everybody has like a problem that they want to work out. Yeah. And even recently I had a problem that I needed to do hardcore research on what's going to be the best thing for me. But sometimes with weather changing or, or hormones or, um, if you're working out a lot and your hair is dirty a lot, or there's just a lot of different factors and your health really does affect your hair a lot. Yeah. And so 
But then there's people that are super, super blessed with lots and lots of hair and they don't like have any problems with hair. And then there's people that it's manageable. Yeah. So there's mm -hmm. just like a lot of it's very broad, but I just we're going to talk about things that maybe have worked for us and what we think about maybe a few controversial topics regarding hair, including like popular trends regarding hair and um, shampoo and dry shampoo and washing your hair and heat and all that stuff. So things that maybe are like everybody has a lot of different opinions and takes on it. But I just want to premise that. Whatever works for your head is your head, honey. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? And just because something works for me doesn't even mean it's going to work for Marcella because we're two in- entirely different people with yeah. different hair. It's a lot of trial and error. Totally. But we can speak to our own experience and then maybe you can throw out what doesn't apply to you and then maybe try some new things. Yep. All right. So, so well, do we want to explain like our hair texture? Yeah. So, why don't you go first? first? Okay. So, I have... My hair type is actually very hard to explain. Um, As far as, like, being straight or curly, my hair naturally is pretty wavy. Sometimes, when I was younger, I had ringlets. But as I got older, you know, you dye your hair. You start using heat products and stuff. And so, I lost my curl. Um, But it's definitely wavy. If I don't put a lot of heat on it, it tends to be straighter. And also if I dye it on a regular basis, it tends to be straighter. But for the most part, it's pretty wavy. But my hair texture or um, type, I guess, for one, I, I have very oily hair because I have very fine hair. So I have... I don't know how to explain this. I've had so many people who have worked on my hair. They try to like tell me because they're they're usually like, oh my gosh, like it looks like you don't have a lot of hair, but you actually have a lot of hair. Hmm. So my the individual hairs are fine, but I have a lot Mm, of it. So then it just looks like I don't have. It's really hard to explain. So I have a lot of hair, but the hair like the strands themselves are very fine. So I tend to get very a very oily scalp. Mm-hmm. Um, my ends are also dry, but I think that's just, like, from being overprocessed with all the dyeing that I've done in, like, the last, right. I don't know, seven, eight, nine years <laughs> when yeah. we started dyeing our hair. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much my hair texture. So, why don't you explain yours? So, mine is super opposite. <laughs> I have always had just a million trillion hairs on my head <laughs> i've never de- dealt yeah. with you have enough hair for like three people yes i do not know why <laughs> this is just <laughs> and a lot of people say that well oh you're so lucky you have so much hair but it really affects negatively affects my everyday life <laughs> mm-hmm. for a lot of different reasons i've gone through so many phases of cutting it short or leaving it long or wearing it natural or putting a lot of product on it because my hair is extremely coarse it's very curly. It's not necessarily, um, I wouldn't categorize it under ethnic hair. I'd still have probably like what you call white girl hair, but mm. it's still really, really thick and coarse. And if I am not brushing it on a regular basis, it will dread itself mm. underneath my head and it can be just a horrible nightmare. And, um, over the years, I've I've definitely done damage to it as far as dyeing it and bleaching it, especially when I was a scene kid. I was, like, way over bleaching it a million times. And um, recently, over the past five or six years, I've let my hair go very natural. And then I go once or twice a year to get a balayage mm. um, and just, like, a refresher from my hair girl. And you and I have the same hair girl now. But, um 
it that has helped me to keep it really healthy to only just do one one big thing to it every year yeah and um just try to really care for it so that's where my um hair texture and type is coming from it's very dry um i have to condition it very well and i have to um really keep in check i can be prone to dandruff and i could be um prone to a really dry scalp so completely opposite than yeah. your situation so, like, how how often like how long can you go without washing your hair so if i wanted to um i i've never gone to a point where my hair is oily where it needs to be washed like you can visibly see it's oily mm. i have an issue with even having oil in my hair at all so yeah, i think I'm the exact opposite i can like i wash my hair in the morning and then that night it's oily <laughs> yeah it's terrible. I showed one of my <laughs> one of my friends i had my hair in a ponytail or whatever and i was she was like your hair is so cute in a ponytail and i said thanks like it's day five and i haven't washed my hair yet and she's like stop where's the oil mm -hmm. and i'm like i don't have oil yeah. <laughs> That's the pro and i'm sure there are there is some amount of natural oils on my hair yeah but it does not get oily so mm -hmm. i can go a little bit longer without washing it without you being able to see physically see right but my hair still gets very dirty and yeah. the, and then it irritates my scalp and and then I it see. starts flaking so i have kind of a different problem like most people think oh i need to wash my hair all the time because it's really oily but some people that that deal with my issues they feel like they need to condi over condition their hair mm. because of how dry it is and how dry their scalp is so there's kind of like a give and take to each problem right but as far as appearances go you can't tell if my hair is dirty ever mm. unless i have a lot of buildup on my hair right but um from like product and whatever but other than that you can never tell that it's dirty and i think a lot of that has to do with my jeans and then too i i've kind of trained my hair to go a pretty long time right. without washing it so yeah. let's talk about why we don't wash our hair every day i mean i feel like everybody's kind of gotten to that point in their hair education over the next at the last couple years that we shouldn't be dying uh we shouldn't be washing our hair every day mm -hmm. and i have there are a couple people in my life you know who you are because i literally <laughs> all the time i'm like stop washing your hair <laughs> that wash their hair every day with shampoo and conditioner every single day and why is that bad for our hair health well i mean you're not you're not giving your um your scalp a chance to like reset with its natural yeah. oils because you're constantly stripping it away which mm -hmm. eventually can affect not just your scalp but the rest of your hair as well yeah but um i've heard a, a lot of people dealing with hair loss because of their hair oh, yeah. washing habits mm -hmm. yeah because if you're not allowing like god created our heads in a very particular way mm -hmm. and if we're if we're constantly stripping and and um like, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, kind of like abrasion. Like, we're constantly irritating <clears throat> our yeah. scalp and our hair. Your hair is going to stop doing what it's naturally designed to do. Yeah. And sometimes it can have an opposite effect, actually. Because mm. if you continuously strip the oils on your head, you know, every day, and even especially if you're using, like, a really harsh shampoo with a lot mm -hmm. of sulfates and, and stuff like that, something that really, like, suds up really well. Yeah. Um. It can actually cause your scalp to overproduce oil and that just like exacerbates the problem. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what do you, what for your type of hair, what 
what do you normally, what did you train your hair to end up um, lasting as far as how many yeah. times you can wash so, it? So, I, years ago, I tried the no poo method, which is you're not using shampoo for a certain amount of time, or you're trying to cha- train it to go a certain, mm-hmm. I did it for like two months and nothing happened mm. to my hair. So, it works for some people. I will say personally, it didn't work for me, but I was able to kind of like use different methods to kind of help me go longer in between washes. Um, but for the most part, I usually can get away with washing my hair like, mm, I would say two to three times a week. Okay. I usually end yeah. up washing it. And that's, again, I have very fine hair. It gets very oily very quickly. So I definitely lean on dry shampoo, which we're going to talk about in a second. (laughs) (laughs) But um, and then there are also some tricks that I've developed in being able to go longer in between washes. I'm like, um, I don't know what the word is. Um, I touch my hair a lot. Yes. Like as a it's like a nerve. I'm like a nervous. Yeah. (laughs) A nervous hair toucher. Yeah. Um, So because I have oils, you know, everybody has oils on their hands from dealing with different things throughout the day. I touch my hair. That makes it worse. So I try, <laughs> I try to, I try to keep my, my hands off of my hair. That usually helps quite mm-hmm. a bit. And then I also make sure I'm not wearing a style where I'm having to touch my hair yeah. to fix it a mm-hmm. lot. So if I can wear it in a way where I'm not having to constantly get hair out of my face. Right or anything like that. That's also really helpful. Also, another thing that causes it to be to be oily very quickly is if I am putting oils on my skin or like heavy mm. lotions and stuff mm-hmm. during the evening and then I go to sleep if my hair is not out of my face while I'm sleeping, it gets on my hair and then it just makes it worse. So I kind of have to like take those things into consideration, but for the most part I can go like 2 to 3, 2 to 3 times a week I usually wash it. Yeah, I think that's pretty generous. I mean, I I do twice a week and it took a little while to train my hair to to be able and and it really is an us thing like a lot of Mm -hmm. things are psychological we're really used to a habit of washing our hair multiple times a week or touching our hair all the time like out of nervous habits or putting tons and tons of products in our hair or you know doing a lot of things that can really add to the dirt and grime and oils. Um, so it really has been a process. It took me a, a couple years to get to a comfortable spot. And I think only in the last year and a half, I've gotten to where I'm only washing my hair twice a week. And it's usually I wash, I wash my hair Saturday or Sunday, and then I wash it Wednesday or Thursday. Mm. And so, you know, I go maybe three or four days, you know, without washing yeah. it. But, um, there's a lot of other things besides, and when I wash it, it's like a process. So I'm not just like throwing shampoo on my head and conditioner and then calling it a day. Like I, I will spend a good half an hour. Oh yeah, in the shower. Yeah, hair really, washing day is like yeah uh, an event. So <laughs> because me. of because I'm taking the extra time mm-hmm. to make sure my scalp is fully covered and, you know, my ends and everything. I'm spending that extra time doing it. My hair is actually cleaner than it would have been if I was just throwing products on my hair every other day, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but another thing that has really helped with my health as a, my hair health 
Um, it's been limiting the amount of products and heat that I put on my head. Yeah. Um, I, I would highly recommend anybody, no matter what kind of hair texture you have, to consider air drying your hair most of the time, mm-hmm. if not all the time. I do have one of those Conair, like, blowout things, and I'll do that, like, once every other week. But... Um, I think purchasing like a hair towel has really helped oh, yeah. help the, the air drying process. So even if you do a bold blow dryer to help style it, but you're not doing it like you're not putting um, heat not on your hair for hair. an hour or yeah, half yeah, an yeah. hour, especially if you have a lot of hair, yeah. then that's going to, the more heat that you put on it, the longer the heat that you have on it, it's going to damage your hair. So I think limiting the products, I used to be, have every hair product I would put on the the leave-in conditioner and then the what else Oil the oils and, yeah. and the blowout cream or the frizz control and just so much products on my hair one it causes buildup and it has caused buildup in the past for me and two it really isn't training my hair to do what it should be doing mm-hmm. and it really is like I don't know. It's causing my hair to be heavier. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. But it just the more products that I would put on my hair that aren't just like your regular um, cleaning products and conditioning, it just would irritate my hair. Mm-hmm. And especially there's a lot of um, MLMs that are hair is like a big thing now. Mm-hmm. And the amount of the product line is just so crazy that you're like, oh, that sounds good to treat this problem, that problem, that problem. But the problem is if you're layering on products on your hair, just like we talk about when we talk about our skincare, like if we're just constantly bombarding our hair with products, your hair is not going to actually change. It's going to become addicted and dependent on those products to do what yeah. they're supposed to do. So the amount of money that we have to shell out for for that, it's just, it's just not worth it to me. Yeah. So I've limited my products to just a shampoo and conditioner. And then I'll tell you like my natural products that I use to help strip um, build up. And then a leave-in conditioner. And that's mm. literally it. And even when I do the leave-in conditioner, I only use it when I'm... Um, you um leaving my hair natural and curly right the rest of the time like today i blew it out i did not put one product on my head because i'm just my hair needs to learn to to the natural oils and and it can be really tempting especially because my hair type is super frizzy and big it can the appearance of frizz can be really overwhelming but if you're doing something if you're washing your hair properly and conditioning it properly then the frizz isn't going to be as unbearable. Mm, so yeah. So in between washes, do you use a dry shampoo or? Um, no, I don't anymore. So I'm not entirely against the idea of dry shampoo. I think that I am against the type of dry shampoo that can really clog your hair follicles mm-hmm. and just really add more buildup onto your scalp. So again, if you're only washing your hair twice or three times a week, and then you're putting more products on top of your already dirty hair every single day, several times a day to yeah. make it look good, you know, not just for the health, but just for the appearance sake. Um, I, I saw that it caused buildup in my hair and it also um, would clog it and make it just really difficult to wash. Mm. And so I've stopped using dry shampoo. I've heard a lot of mixed things like, there are certain types of dry shampoo that are okay for your hair. And then there's some that are just, we should stay away from completely because it does clog your hair follicles. 
but I've gotten to a point where I'm not using it anymore. I used to be a total slave to it, especially when I was training my hair to go longer without washing. But I have some shorter um, bangs um, in the front of my head. I did like curtain bangs. And if I'm desperate, I'll use like cocoa powder, just straight yeah. cocoa powder. And then my biggest tip with using cocoa powder as a dry shampoo is to use very little. And then it's, it makes a terrible mess and it's very hard to clean. Mm. So if you're going to do it, do I recommend doing it over a sink or a bathtub where you don't mind, you know, cleaning up really quick with water. But other than that, I'm not doing any dry shampoo and I don't see myself buying any in the future anymore. Yeah. But, um, but I don't think it, I don't think that we should stay away from it like it's bad for everybody. It's just, for me, I just stopped using it. Again, limiting the amount of yeah. products I put. Well, you don't really have, if your hair is not super oily, you don't really have as much of a need for it anyway. No. So, if it's not necessary, there's no reason for you to be But there are other it. reasons that people use dry shampoo besides yeah, like getting like volume, volume and texture. Yeah. And that's mostly what I was using it for. Like, if my mm-hmm. hair was getting a little flat. But it just adds, again, adding the buildup on your hair. And it just... the. I I want to prioritize the health of my hair over how it looks. That's kind of just at the point that I'm at right now. Yeah. I have to kind of weigh, like, (laughs) weigh the, um, the pros and the cons of, uh, because my hair gets so oily so quickly, Mm -hmm. I have to think, okay, I'm either going to be washing it more often or I'm going to use the dry shampoo to help control the oil a little bit more, (laughs) so... Um, for in between those days, actually, for the most part, I don't use dry shampoo on a very regular basis. Most of the time is because I, the way my hair looks is not really as much of a priority. Like I'm more of a makeup girl than I am like a hair yeah. girl. I always choose makeup over Same. hair. Yeah. I'm like, my hair can go in a bun. Yeah, like whatever. <laughs> as long as I have makeup on, then I'll be fine. But um, yeah, I love dry shampoo. So and that's because, I mean, like, all the skin for my neck up is extremely oily. So, I have, like, very oily skin. I have a very oily scalp. So, I I, I definitely, like I said earlier, I have to lean on dry shampoo a little bit more. Um, so, I I think for the most part, like, in between those three times a week, um, I, I maybe use it, like, one or two of those days, mm-hmm. like, in between. But if I'm, if I'm working out more often during that week, I end up having to wash my hair just because it, the sweat and everything just like makes it so out of control and yeah. it looks so nasty. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I can't even like look at it. I'm like, I have to wash my hair. Um, so in between those days when I am using dry shampoo, I've found that non-aerosol dry shampoos give me a lot of bang for my buck and they work the best at absorbing oil. Um, they can be a little bit messier than the spray dry shampoos, like the Batiste, that one's like a yeah. really, really popular one, which Batiste does not work for me at really? all. Most aerosol dry shampoos are com- just complete garbage for my hair. They don't do anything. You have to use like an entire can in one sitting for it to actually work, mm-hmm. at least it, for in my experience. Um, but yeah, they can be a little bit messier than the spray dry shampoos, but the powder on the non-aerosol dry shampoos is finer and it's drier. So mm-hmm. it can help absorb the grease without you having to use as much product. So you end up using less and it ends up working better. Um, And sometimes what I do, I'll use it at night or I use it, I'll wash my hair in the morning and then that evening I'll put, um, I'll put the non-aerosol dry shampoo in my hair, but I won't rub it in. 
So I don't, I don't rub it in. I don't shake out the powder. I don't do anything like that. I just, <laughs> I let the powder just kind of sit in my hair. And then as I'm sleeping, you know, you're tossing and turning. It kind of rubs it in as you're sleeping, like into yeah. your scalp. And then mm-hmm. when I wake up, it looks like I don't, it looks like I just washed my hair. So. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's like, that's another like trick that I have with my super oily hair without you, having to use a ton of product. Do you think that the type of dry shampoo that you use, do you think that it is less likely to clog your hair follicles than the aerosol ones? Or why, th- why do you think it's better? Like, do you think it's better health-wise or is it just, it just works better for you? Well, I mean, the aerosol dry shampoos, they can have ingredients in them that is like if you're inhaling it. Mm-hmm. I know there's been like a lot of stuff about the aerosol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I won't even is... do hairspray anymore. Like, really? it. it scares me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's, I mean, that's one reason to not do aerosol sham- dry shampoos. I do have a couple of cans, but I always opt for my other ones instead. Okay. Um, But, um... I think as far as like clogging my hair follicles with the one that I use, it's actually it it doesn't make it more difficult to wash okay. to wash my hair, mm-hmm. which is good. I haven't noticed like a huge a huge change in okay, cool. in like, you know, it's being like really difficult to to wash to wash it all out from the product buildup. Yeah. But with the aerosol dry shampoos, that happened so much because it it was almost I don't even know how to explain if you if you've used like you know Batiste and those types of products you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. it's almost like a wet dry shampoo <laughs> it's really hard to explain but it almost it almost made my oil, oil worse oh gosh in a sense yeah. so then I was just like oh no I need to find something different so I saw like a few videos about this one this one dry shampoo in, in particular that I'll talk about a little bit later. And I was like, I have to try this. This looks so interesting. And um, I got a, a version of it from Target. And I've been using it for like six months now. And I love it. It's nice. I don't think I'll ever go back to anything else. That's awesome. So, okay. So the next subject that I want to cover specifically is shampoo and conditioner bars. Now, mm-hmm. this can be a little controversial because... I've heard a lot of mixed things, and this was one of the last things that I've done in my low waist, you know, journey because mm-hmm. I was so intimidated. This and um, a safety razor was like, mm, yeah, I'm so scared, I'm <laughs> yeah. terrified. And I did a lot, a lot, a lot of research before landing on one that I thought was the cleanest, and then also one that would actually work. The shampoo and conditioner bars that I've landed on and I've been using in the past six months, um, it's a company called High Bar, and you can actually get them on Earth Hero, but you can get them on uh, various different places as well. And the reason why I like High Bar, I thought they had the best ingredients, they had the best reviews, and they and I also had a personal, a friend of somebody that I trust her opinion tell me that she had been using them. And, and mm. I was like, okay, like, if you're using yeah, them. if it works for yeah, you, then. then. And her and I have very similar hair textures. She's, okay. She has very curly hair, and she's also, like, Caucasian hair, like me. So, anyway, so that's what prompted me to finally decide on this high bar brand. And I'll go ahead and link it for you guys, um, the Earth Hero link. But I was super skeptical, very skeptical. And, but now I don't think I will ever go back to regular Mm. shampoo and conditioner. And this is why. One, the biggest priority for me when I was searching for different hair products 
is I wanted, again, it's really a big deal for me to eliminate plastic waste in my life as much as possible. And there are a lot of sustain, more sustainable brands that have liquid versions and even some that have like alum- aluminum packaging or, yeah. you know, more mm-hmm. paper packaging and cardboard packaging and all that stuff, which is great. But I just did not feel like those products were doing what I wanted them to do. And so the the bars are more concentrated. There's no water or anything in them. It's just solid. Mm. And um, the way that the high bar specifically is shaped is perfect for your hand so that you can um, rub it on your head. There's different methods that you can use to apply a, a shampoo bar but what I found the best is just to directly put the bar of soap on my hair which might sound really weird and yeah. it is a learning curve I mean it makes sense like if you're using a bar of soap for your hands like you rub it on your hands to yeah. wash your hands so yeah. it would be the same thing like <laughs> you if just you're rub trying it on to your clean your scalp yeah yeah so the experience is super different than regular hair washing products so you kind of have to see what's best for you and the best angles mm. and it so is have a learning you, like, curve found any tricks for using them yes well my first tip if you decide to try a shampoo bar is that a little goes a long way now you can't see because you're not like squirting a little bit of right. liquid into your hand so what i would say is when you're rubbing the bar on your head, so the shampoo, it does sud. It doesn't sud like as big as right. the other mm-hmm. products, but it's not a big deal for me anymore. Like I've kind of moved on from needing the sudsy experience. Mm-hmm. But if you do need that experience, don't don't over put the product on your head because it's going to it's going to put way too much shampoo. So even when you're doing the conditioner, I just rub, I get get small sections of my head and I rub once or twice on that section of hair and that's it. And then I get the next and I get pretty big chunks. So, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of hair. It doesn't take me very long to do. Yeah. And then when I do the shampoo, I, um, I rub my, my head really hard after I've done it and I've gotten a scalp massager. It should be coming in tonight or tomorrow. I'm so oh, excited. Nice. We'll talk about, about that a little bit later, yeah. but that's my plan instead of using my fingers because I can get really exhausted trying to. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's also, so exhausting. Well, we'll t- never mind. Keep going. We'll <laughs> yeah, talk okay. about scalp well, yeah, massager yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> but the scalp massager. is a game changer. Put a pin in it. Yes. Okay. So I'm definitely planning on starting to use that more with my shampooing because wanting to get every especially my scalp being so dry and then also having build up in my hair um i really wanted a good shampoo so i really like Mm. this one and then the conditioning process i've used a wide tooth comb to help the conditioning and then also when i'm waiting for the conditioner to kind of set i'll use any type of conditioner you want to have on for a couple minutes yeah i'll put my hair in a bun because i have a lot of hair so that i can go ahead and do the rest of my routine while i'm waiting for it to set and then I'll do a wide tooth comb through my hair um, before I rinse it just to make sure it got everything through. Yeah. And then I rinse it and it works, guys. It is clean. I have not had any problems. Nothing has um, changed my life more in my beauty routine than using shampoo bars. And the bars last so long so the one that you use how much is it and how long has it lasted oh gosh let me find how much it is right now but it okay i got the shampoo bar okay so i got i anticipated running it running out really fast so i got two sorry i burped (laughs) excuse me (laughs) i got i got two of the conditioners and two of the shampoos 
And I think I got it literally seven or eight months ago, and it oh still gosh. it still hasn't gone down completely. That's crazy. Okay, get ready. This it's so cheap. I'm so excited. If you get the shampoo and conditioner bar like as a pack, mm-hmm. it's twenty five bucks, and it lasts so long for both. Okay, and then if you get them individually, it's twelve ninety five, and they have different ones for different needs. So the one that I got is the moisturize because. I just talked about how much I yeah, need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but they also have one for maintenance, for volume, and then for, I think there's another one, but I can't find it. Okay, so they have three. They have the volumize, moisturize, and maintain. And then, um, and it obviously it depends on what, you what know, your, your specific are. needs are. Yeah. But for me, the more, the more moisture, the better. Why was that so hard <laughs> to say? The more moisture. The more moisture, the better. <laughs> so anyway, my experience with dry shampoos have been super, super positive. Again, I do not expect a sudsy experience. Mm. It's definitely a different experience, but my hair is clean and it's better for the environment. And you're not, it's sulfate-free, mm. paraben-free, all that stuff. Can I borrow it? Yes, Before you I can actually. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> can I do? Can I do a, a sample trial? A trial. So I would say <laughs> before you give up on it, I would say at least do two weeks worth of washing with it. Oh geez. Okay. So that you can get through, like, get through like the learning curve of like how do right. I even put this on my okay. hair? Okay. I'm. Well, I'm asking because I'm about to run out of my shampoo, and I've been like, oh, maybe I should try it, but. I, it's very intimidating. I have to be so. I'm so picky with my shampoo. It's, no, I get it. It's bad. <laughs> like, well, I have some unopened particular. ones because again, I told you okay, I bought cool. two of each, and I I haven't even gone through the first one. Okay, it lasts forever. I'll anyway, okay, I'll this, use it today because I'm gonna wash my hair today. The last thing that I do that I've been doing differently, um, which I actually did recently, and now it's just a part of my regular hair washing routine, is doing an apple cider vinegar rinse, and that has really really helped my hair because i don't know what it is i had this remember when we oh, were on our yeah. christmas vacation i had this was weird buildup on the it bottom was only of my on the head. underside of your hair yeah, i do not know what i don't know if it was the leave-in or i don't i do not know and i haven't had it since then but i was like researching like a mad woman i was like i i've heard of the acv rinse before yeah. mm-hmm. but i was kind of intimidated by it and i hate Apples out of like, there's nothing I despise more. Oh no, Jed like gags. I cannot the smell. The smell. I can handle it because I mm-mm. I've been doing like the the clay mask with the ACV. No, but yeah, he can't. Sometimes he can't do it. if I have a terrible breakout, <laughs> then I'll do that clay mask with the mm. ACV. But I avoid it like the plague. So anyway, <laughs> but I dilute it with water. So what I do is I get a reusable glass bottle and I fill half of it with ACV and half of it with water. Like a medium size? Yeah, like a medium size, like a 12 ounce. Okay. And then I shake it to... I almost said a Jason... A Jason jar? A Jason Mar? A Mason jar? You mean a Mason... A Jason Mar? (laughs) (laughs) I use one of those amber cleaning bottles that I had. I just just, Whatever I had in my cabinet. Okay, yeah, yeah. So after I shampoo my hair with my bar, I go ahead and I tip my head upside down and then I pour it on the base of where my hairline is and then I pour it down and then I massage from scalp to end and then I also have been doing it on the top of my head as well. So the first thing I'll do is I'll do upside down, pour it and then I'll put my head up, pour it on the top of my head, and then put it in a bun for five minutes, and then I'll rinse it. Now, I'm not doing this every time I wash my hair. I'm only doing it once a week. 
Okay. And it's really, really helped. It's actually, it acts as a natural conditioner and it really does. Mm. So when I do that, I don't put as much conditioner as on my hair like I normally do. I'll just do a really thin layer of conditioner. Okay. So you do shampoo, ACV, rinse, and then conditioner? Yes. Okay. You should do it before your shampoo. I don't know why, but the first time I did it, I didn't really have that great of a result when I did it before I shampooed. And I think it could be because the shampoo would like get rid of it i don't know anyway so you Mm. do it you do it after you shampoo okay and that's probably another trial and error like yeah whatever which which step of your routine and i can't smell the acv on my hair i'm like sniffing my hair like you can't smell it like after you condition it like that's it and then if if your your shower is steaming like i'm telling you i'm so sensitive to the smell i it doesn't bother me it's it's actually having it in the shower with the steam makes it worse so that that probably makes sense (laughs) it's like unbearable yeah it's pretty bad but it really has helped it got rid of my build-up problem Mm. and now i decided to just do it once a week just to maintain yeah um especially because i wear my hair in a bun at night and so the bottom of my head just whatever's on my pillow is in my hair anyway so i highly recommend doing it even just to like bump up your conditioning routine um because it really is a natural moisturizer and can help get rid of any buildup that your shampoo was unable to do yeah and i also i know both you and i are kind of a double shampooer person oh all the way i can never shampoo just once ever yeah unless i'm like shampooing the very next day that i already washed my hair i can get away with a (laughs) one-timer but when you go days in between you just can't yeah so i do it i do a double shampoo as well yeah all right well can you talk to us about before you get into the products that you've been loving can you talk to us about the popular tr- treatments for hair growth? Yeah, so there was this this one thing that I just um, ran across recently on the internet about, um, like, we use a lot of conditioning masks, oil treatments. I feel like people are into, you know, a lot of, like, DIY self-care masks, that sort of thing. Um, we don't really consider this one thing that I've never even really thought about. And I I always wondered why certain treatments didn't work very well for my hair, like oils and stuff like that. But now it makes a lot of sense. So um, it has to do with your hair porosity. I think that's Mm. how you say it, Mm -hmm. porosity. Um, And it pretty much tells you how much moisture that your hair is absorbing or if it's just sitting on the surface of the hair and not really doing what it needs to do so to figure out like which products are best for your certain hair porosity you the way that you check it is you place a single strand of hair like freshly washed hair in a glass of water and if it floats to the top it's a low porosity if it's in the middle it's medium porosity and if it sinks to the bottom it's high porosity interesting so my understanding is if you have a lower poros- hair porosity it means your hair is more sensitive to build up from moisturizing agents like so the oils and creams end up just sitting on the surface of the hair instead of soaking in I you wonder, might want to try this because yes. it might be why you had all that build up that is wow i can't you need wait. to try okay, it, gonna do yeah. it today <laughs> But you have to do it on freshly washed hair. So it, wait, I just washed it. You don't have any product on it? No. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, I didn't put any leave-in today because I did a blowout. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, you should try it. If you have high porosity hair, it means your hair soaks in product easier. And so you can use more of it or you need to use heavier moisturizing agents for it to like even feel like it's making any difference. So for some people... They finish washing their hair, they put oils on their hair, and their mm-hmm. hair soaks it up, and it's like they never put anything on it at all. That's crazy. So then they have to keep 
using all this product wow. for it to do anything. Um, so if you have low porosity hair, it's recommended that you use lighter moisturizing agents, such as like a very, very light leave-in conditioning mask, um, oils such as argan oil or like grapeseed oil, like very thin oils. Um, and also things that have like, um, glycerin or aloe vera are also really good. If you have high porosity hair, you can opt for like heavier moisturizing agents, like really deep conditioning masks with heavier oils and creams like coconut or jojoba oil, shea butter, or even things that have like keratin in it. Mm -hmm. Like I have, um, I have a, oh my gosh, what is it called? A heat protectant spray that has keratin in it. And I have to be very, I, I do one spray for Mm -hmm. my whole head because it, it's so heavy. It sits on the top of my hair and I use it before I, like, do a blowout on my hair. So then I blow dry and then it's oily. It's like I never washed it. Oh my so I have to be really careful. So I don't, it doesn't have to, anything to do with, like, how thick your hair That's is. That's crazy. So, yeah, you might want to check that out. I'm and you might be using, like, the wrong moisturizing yeah. things for your hair. Um, but as far as, like, products go... Um, like shampoos, conditioners, and stuff like that. I've been a really big fan of Acure shampoos for a while now. Um, the majority of their products are sulfate, paraben, and most of the time they're like silicone free, which is really important for me because silicone definitely gets built up on my hair if I use it too mm-hmm. often. Um, and it gives you like that, it's like a false feel of your hair being soft, but it's not, it's just the product that you're right, using and it's yeah. not your actual hair that's soft. Um, so the only thing that kind of stinks is a cure. It's, it is plastic packaging. So if you are trying to be low waste, I know I wouldn't (laughs) recommend it, (laughs) but, um, I've used so many sulfate free shampoos and a cure is a brand that I always go back to mostly because it works so well and it's not very expensive. There are a lot of the sulfate free shampoos out there are so stinking expensive for no reason. Yeah. They're like $30, $40. I know. It's stupid. I don't understand. And they yeah. don't even come with that much product. So you're having to like buy a new bottle like every other month, which mm-hmm. is insane. Um, yeah, I really like the uh, Acura shampoos. The one that I'm using right now currently is their blood orange watermelon one, which is like... I'm sure that smells amazing. It smells really good. Yeah, <laughs> it does smell really good. And all of... all I don't think I've had one bad experience. I've used a lot of their different types of shampoos, and all of them have been great. Um, I'm still searching for a good hair conditioner, and I haven't quite settled on one. Maybe the bar. <sighs> I know. That's why I'm like, maybe I need to try this out. Maybe this will work for me. Um, I also really love the Kristen S products. Those are the, like, the non-aerosol dry shampoo that I was talking about. Yeah. All of her products you can find at Target. Unfortunately, again, she does have plastic packaging, which kind of stinks. Boo. I know. But um, I have been using their um, lightweight hair oil spray, which I'm pretty sure is good for like low porosity hair because it does not build up. And I can even sometimes spray it on my roots and it doesn't make it wow. oily, which is like a huge thing for me. And their loose dry shampoo as well. Their loose dry shampoo is really interesting because it, you can see the powder. It's like a clear package. You can see the powder, but there's a, there's still a pump on it. So there's a pump and like a a little tube that it comes out of. So you can still like be really um, specific about where you're putting it on your hair. And it almost comes out like a spray, but it's not 
spray. It's really hard to explain. You're huh. just going to have to to go find it. And then also their texture mousse. So if if I'm wearing my hair wavy, I usually like to use their texture mousse. It's really good. It's not crunchy. And again, it's really lightweight. Um, but the one thing that has really helped with oil buildup on my scalp is using a silicone scalp massager while I shampoo. And this helps for a million different reasons, um, especially if you're going more often or a, a longer period of time in between washes. Like we were saying, we usually do like a double shampoo. Um, and I al- I always do this every time, even before I was using the scalp massager. But it's just, I don't even know. Like It gets the product better in your hair than your fingers can uh yeah definitely and then it feels fantastic it feels like you're in a spa yes <laughs> so what so what i do when i shampoo and this helps me with volume also because my hair is very flat i don't have a lot of volume in it i actually before it starts from the very beginning before i even get in the shower i brush my hair out upside down so i brush my hair out upside down i don't brush it like with like with me sitting up i tip my head over i brush it upside down And then I kind of like hold my hair in like a pile on top of my head. I get in the shower and the first thing I do is usually shampoo and then I condition so that I can like the conditioner can like sit in my hair while I'm like Mm -hmm. washing my body and stuff like that. So I'll tip my head over under the the water in the shower and I'll shampoo my hair upside down and that helps me with volume even when I'm drying it outside of the shower or after I get out of the shower if I'm drying it or even if I'm air drying it, it helps with volume. So I always start with at the base of my neck. I always shampoo from there and it ends up getting like it like towards my hairline, like where my face is. So then I do a second shampoo and then I get a little bit closer, like into like, like closer to my forehead and Mm -hmm. like that area. But I use the scalp massager and it is, it helps so much with dandruff. Also getting like the oil like out of your hair especially if you like just used like a an oil like a scalp mask yeah um which i try to stay away from that sometimes you have to though if you have a really dry scalp um but it takes so long to wash it out like you have to shampoo your hair like five times in order to get all the oil out and so this could also be really helpful for that too and it just feels so good and also i like having long nails and sometimes I like to do fake nails also. And if I can't, <laughs> I can't wash my hair when I have long nails. Yeah. Because my true. nails will come off. Yeah. And it's so painful. Or you have you can wash your hair, but you have to be really careful about it so that your nails don't just like pop off. So then the scalp massager <laughs> comes in really handy because you don't even have to use your own hands to wash your hair so that's another reason why i like using it too and i don't have to worry about like my nails breaking off my finger first world problems <laughs> but yeah um yeah and then i i rinse it upside down i keep my head almost upside down the whole time i'm shampooing it and then while my head is still upside down i'll put conditioner on the ends and then i'll do a bun on top of my head and i rinse my conditioner out upside down put the my turby twist on or whatever ha- hair towel that you microfiber hair towel that you have and that's what i do and then i use whatever Less. products that I'm, if i'm planning on you know blowing out my hair or um doing like a more natural i'm letting it air dry um i kind of like use products based on what kind of style that i'm going for that day 
Um, but because I have wavy hair, when I want it to be more styled, I have to blow dry it straight and then curl it, which yeah. can be a lot of heat on the hair regularly. Because yeah. if I let it dry naturally and then I curl it, there's like kinks in the curls mm-hmm. and it doesn't look smooth, you know? So I've found a two-in-one dryer and curler hot brush tool from Rev- Revlon. It's not the the super popular one, that the big one. That's Is that the one that you yeah, have? Yeah, I have the con- the really big Conair one and is I love Conair it. Is it Conair or is it Revlon? It's Conair. Are you sure? I'm positive. I feel like Revlon has one too. They could, they could, but when it was popping off on social media, it was the Conair one. Okay. But I know Revlon makes a, a big fat the one same. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the, I got um, a hot brush tool from Revlon and it's like, they're like regular round brushes, like the, um, with the metal or whatever it is, whatever material it is. Mm-hmm. And you attach it to the thing and then you blow dry your hair that way. And it saves me so much time in styling my hair so I can dry it and curl my hair at the same time. So I blow dry my hair upside down with a regular blow dryer b- blow dryer until it's about like 85 to 90% dry. And then I use the heat styler and I alternate between the low heat setting and a cool shot setting to like set the waves to dry it to like 100%. And I curl the ends for a blowout style. So it's not it's not curly, but you get like those flippy no, ends. Yeah. You know what I'm talking I, about? I use it for the same thing. Sometimes yeah. I'll just use it as a regular dryer and then I'll just like, I don't know, I'll just brush it through and yeah. I'm really lazy. That's what I did today. <laughs> but if I want to style, I'll like section out my hair. And it really is way better to do curl your hair that way to style it because you're actually not just putting double the heat on it it's just you're drying it and you're styling it at the same time same amount of heat and then you don't have to do an additional tool hot tool on top of it and it's actually better for your hair to to do the blowout than to iron your hair Mm. because you're not scorching it with like a hot like a uh what is the what is it iron or what is it that's that uh hot tools are made of like the plates, the iron yeah, yeah, plates, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's more abrasive to your hair than using hot air yeah. and a brush. Yeah. So when you're, I think if you so have to better. blow dry it anyway, you might as well style might it at as the well. same time. Yep. Yeah. The only thing about that brush, some people said, if your hair is already really damaged, be careful to not like tend to use the heat, the high heat setting more often. Yeah, use low or cool. So I always use the low seat heading. Yeah. The low. Also, the high heat setting is setting. just like. Did you hear too what much. I just said? What did I you said? Say? I said low seat heading. You're <laughs> struggling today. Low, low. <laughs> low heat what setting. Saying low heat setting that is what i use all the time and the cool shot too yeah but the high setting is like so intense it is i yeah. just can't. sometimes it's so loud it wakes up seth yeah and he has a sound machine in his room going full blast yeah, so that's not how good. loud it is well those are awesome tips and ideas and i'm so excited to get my scalp massager i'm very excited. i'm excited for you it's i tried it when we were on our trip and i was like girl <laughs> It, it's it is awesome and it feels so good like if you're the kind of person that likes people to scratch your head with nails it's that same it is thing. yeah it's yeah so good yeah okay so we're gonna briefly we're not gonna spend too much time on facial hair but i want to touch on it because yeah. it's a problem most <laughs> of us have especially if you're hispanic like us <laughs> so in addition to the hair on our head the hair on our face 
comes up a lot. And I feel like we need to stop making this controversial. Let's just talk about it openly. We all got a mustache. We all got a beard. Let's just... (laughs) Some of us are really blessed and have very fine, thin peach fuzz. And that's it. And it's like blonde and you can't see. Yeah, that's not me. Whoever you are, I hate you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I don't hate you. But I'm very... Envious. Envious and... Yes. Anyway, so if I have a lot of sin in my heart, me too. I'm. Yeah, I need to work on. How blessed can you be <laughs> to not have to deal with facial hair? And then on top of that, I have hormonal problems because of my PCOS. So then That's it's true. not only is it black and thick, but it grows like a man. <laughs> so it's like I always tell Ryan, I'm like, would you love me if I had a mustache? And he's like. You don't have a mustache. I'm like, it's because I shave it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you don't know. You don't even know. If I really let myself go, then you would see. Even if I let myself go more than a week, I would have mm. like a legit dirty stash. See, I can, mm, with the stash, <laughs> I can't. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just really bad at like maintaining my facial <laughs> like, I don't even look at it. Because I, I see it, but I'm like, I don't want to deal with this right now. So then I just, I mean, can, if I go a long period of time, can you see like my mustache? Cause it's I definitely I don't know. I'm not there. looking that close to, okay. to your face. If it's not super obvious without looking for it, maybe it's not as bad as I think it is. I don't know. Now I'm going to start looking at your face and <laughs> okay. see if you have a mustache. Okay. So what do you do to control it? Okay. So I've talked about it before in our skincare episode, but I dermaplane, which is essentially using one blade to shave your face. Now there's a ton of different products out there. And I would say the best one that I've used is the Flawless um, Derma Planing System. One, it's a little bit better for low... It is full of plastic, don't get me wrong. But it's better than using those really cheap ones that... I use those. Are you kidding me? The Twinkle, whatever it's called. What's it called? Tinkle? Is that Tinkle? (laughs) (laughs) Is that Tinkle? (laughs) What is it called? I think I they're don't know. called Tinkle or Twinkle. Wait, I'll look <laughs> the wait, ones I'll look on Amazon. Up. I'll look it up. But dude, stop buying those. No, I I got a like <laughs> I got a pack of like fifty or no! something. No, like a year ago, and I haven't even used them all. Oh, okay. So when I, I have to use them, I'm not gonna just well, throw them when out. When that's done, you're gonna get the flaw- flawless one because razors. it all you have to do is replace the blade that's Mm, it and it's very minimal plastic it's still the blade still has a plastic um applicator on it but it's so much better than those big i can't guys stop buying those (laughs) and two you shouldn't be dermaplaning all the time so it'll last a long time um i get i think it's a six pack of reuse of the disposable heads Mm -hmm. blades and then it lasts me like a month and a half because i only do it once or twice a week oh my gosh you were right it's tinkle. It's tinkle. I was. Why would they call it that? I don't know. It's, it's. You made me start to question my reality. <laughs> it's Dorco tinkle. I'm telling you. Eyebrow razor. Okay, trimmer. when those are That's done, crazy. you're gonna get. I'm gonna buy you the flawless one, and you're gonna stop using those terrible, like the microplastics on that. Oh, and I was gonna say when Marcel was talking about the products that she really likes that have a lot of plastic packaging, if. It's not important to everybody. I can make a I make a very strong case that everybody should try their best to not buy a million things with plastic. But you can hear my thoughts more on that on the sustainability 101 episode. But my biggest thing, and this is something that I've learned with from this YouTuber that I really like that is super educational. 
she talked about how she really loved this deodorant. It was all organic. Um, it's called Native, and it's actually mm. really popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were she loved it but it was plastic containers and she was like man like this this company is so on top of everything but all they have is that plastic tube Mm. and she just couldn't get over it so she started emailing every once in a while she would email the company and say i love your product i'm Mm. so about it i want to tell my followers about it but i can't because i can't get behind how much plastic waste is being used and so eventually after she started emailing them, they started replying and they said they're working on it. And recently, in the past six months, they released their cardboard packaging version of... Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yes. That's crazy. Because of her. That's crazy. Because she, one person, emailed over and over again. So anyway, if you, like me, are passionate about reducing waste as much as possible in your life, and there are certain products where I'm like... Like my dermaplane kit. Like I'm gonna try to buy the least wasteful thing, but mm. man, we could do so much better with what we're doing, you know. And if we start emailing those companies, even just like once in a while, when we think about it, oh, you know what they do? A cure has TerraCycle though. Okay, so that's awesome. If a company has a TerraCycle, um, I thought they had something. Program, like, and I couldn't remember what it was called. The only thing with TerraCycling is most of the time you have to kind of buy your own boxes, and it's a little bit more work but i mean if it's important to you then doing terracycling is a lot more sustainable than just throwing it in your recycling bin because you don't know where it's going yeah terracycle is you know exactly where they're where they're recycling their products so anyway back to the point so when i dermaplane um i have to at least once or twice a week otherwise i have a full beard (laughs) yeah um some people can go a much longer time without it i know you do it only once a month or twice a month yeah, that, I mean, I should probably, like, for appearances, I should do it more often, <laughs> but because my skin is very sensitive, I can't handle yeah, it more than that. Yeah, so my so. skin is, a, it, my, I do have sensitive skin, but it's definitely more durable. Yeah. <laughs> Can handle a little mm-hmm. bit more. So you kind of have to trial and error, see, see what's best for you. Now, the biggest thing for me is making sure that my face is really moisturized. I put jojoba oil or I have an almond oil blend that I bought from a local girl mm-hmm. at that market thing and she never gave us her instagram so i don't even know where i can find her that girl that had the facial oil yeah i still have that milk bath i have no idea who she is but if you're listening for some random reason please hit us up yeah (laughs) (laughs) i literally i can't find her i've tried searching for her but she makes these oil blends that are like super nice and Mm. don't have essential oils in them anyway so i get jojoba oil from a local health food store and i just use that on my face when i shave it and i use that the blade that i have i only use it one time and then i toss it because there's a lot of bacteria on your skin you don't want to keep putting it on top of your skin even if you rinse it and wash it just toss it yeah so if you're using the flawless dermaplane kit um that one is a little bit more sustainable than the the tinkle ones i guess um i guess we're called tinkle it's a terrible name and um, (laughs) and they have the reusable the just not reusable the disposable blades so i just use it once toss it and then the next week i get a new one and Mm. then afterwards i make sure that my voice my voice my face (laughs) is super moisturized after i'm done shaving and i do the same as you i do not um put makeup on or sunscreen for like 24 hours after i do it yeah um 
I just let my skin breathe and go through what it needs to go through. And then the next day I'll wear makeup. Mm, so I okay. kind of time when I decide to dermaplane when I'm not really going to be going anywhere. Yeah. Anyway, but here are a couple other thoughts about facial hair that I want to um, talk about before Marcella says what she does. Most women have facial hair. It's okay. Let's all get over it. It's not that big of a deal. It used to really, really bother me where mm. I was like obsessively plucking my eyebrows and my mustache and whatever else. But I've gone to a point where I'm like, who even literally is looking at my face that closely? Yeah. <laughs> and Except two, for like, Ryan, who cares? Maybe. Well, even he Ryan doesn't, doesn't even, he's doesn't even not notice. looking. <laughs> That's true. He didn't even know <laughs> that I had a mustache. <laughs> Then one big thing that helped me get over that is to stop using the over-magnified mirrors. If you're constantly looking at every single mm. defect in your face, it, you can become very obsessive with it. Yeah. And then you can start picking at your acne or your hairs or whatever else is going on, blackheads, and that can just cause so much skin mm -hmm. irritation. And then you might be tempted to over-dermaplane or over-pluck or all that stuff, and yes. that can really damage your skin. So please... I know yeah. they have those magnifying mirrors and oh. it, it's very satisfying. No, but as soon as I see those, I swerve immediately. I'm like, I can't. And what my makeup mirror does have a side where it's magnified, mm -hmm. but I just avoid it. Mm -hmm. I just, whatever. If <laughs> I, I have, I have a mirror that like opens up, it has like, it's like a square, a rectangle and it opens up and one side of it that opens up has the magnifying. I don't even open up that side because I don't no. want to see. <laughs> Stop looking at your face that close. Stop it. Nobody Nobody's is looking, looking at, at it like that, that. Yeah. And then too, like it's just going to cause an obsession and trust me, I've been there. It's not a good place to be. Anyway, another thing is if you have dark hairs like me on your face that aren't your eyebrows, please do not bleach this your skin oh my gosh i don't know why i need to say that but i know that there are people out there because i've seen posts about it that put bleach on their mustache hairs and their yeah. chin hairs and their sideburns and please stop that is so 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 bad for your skin and the up and then again that hair is gonna grow out so what are you gonna do keep bleaching it it's so much better for your face to just dermaplane or get a wax if you absolutely need to and not be bleaching your skin. Because it is. It's on your skin. Your face. Like yeah. it's not just your hair. <clears throat> yeah. It's your skin. And it's just. Please stop. <laughs> anyway. If dermaplaning is too much upkeep. Um, and you don't want to do it yourself. Then I would just recommend going to a professional. Emphasis on the professional. And getting a wax. I tried waxing myself on my face. I gave myself a massive burn on my chin area. Mm. Never doing it again. I think I waxed my mustache once, like in high school. And I broke out so No, it's so bad. <laughs> so There's bad. A very, very specific method that professional people have gone to school yeah <laughs> they like if if you have to go to school for something you then, shouldn't be doing it yourself yeah most exactly. likely most so likely. i just like just don't do it just yeah. and it's really cheap just go yeah it's to really the, inexpensive salon it's like 15 10 bucks and you I only have to do it do once that. a month you know it's just yeah and with the so much better than doing it at home with my mustache specifically i prefer tweezing over mm, dermaplaning because mm -hmm. i feel like the blade kind of like blunts the end of it okay and it kind of it i know tech like scientifically it's proven that shaving cannot make your hair grow back thicker yeah but for me it it makes it the stubble is like annoying it's a little sharp yeah no i, I do like that, that too if i have a really thick hair i'll that, tweeze it out. i'll tweeze it out yeah. but for the most part like 
And then too, it's if dermat playing, even if you don't have tons of facial hair, dermat playing is also good for getting rid of dry skin or Definitely. any dead skin that's just mm-hmm. chilling on your face. And yeah. then it helps your makeup lay on a lot nicer and it's just good for your overall skin health. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my that's my two cents about facial hair, girl. I have one. It's okay if you got a lady stash. Just, <laughs> you know, love yourself, you know. <laughs> it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. Oh, man. Well, I, as far as like facial hair for me and like maintaining facial, facial hair, why can't we talk today? I don't know. It's <laughs> been a struggle, bus. Um, so I tweeze and trim my eyebrows. Um, I will not tr- trust and I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I've done people goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I won't trust anybody with my eyebrows. No, I like me them done a very specific yes, way. Same. And I've heard, read, and seen way too many horror stories of people just getting their eyebrows Mm-mm. totally botched, and I am not for that, so no If thank you have you. a girl that you trust, by all means, please. never. <laughs> but I do not trust anybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then I do dermaplaning about once a month for the rest of my face. Um, my skin can't handle any more than that, and I have to plan it around a day or a weekend where I won't need to wear sunscreen or makeup for 24 hours after I dermaplane because it tends to irritate my skin. Yeah, same. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much what I do. It's I mean, you explain a lot with the dermaplaning, so I won't I won't have to dive into that. Nice. And then on occasion, I will lightly bleach my eyebrows if I want to soften my features, since my eyebrow hairs are extremely dark and my hair the hair on my head is not that dark so then my i have really like prominent eyebrows and my hair doesn't really match with it so sometimes and then if i use an eyebrow pencil if i use a lighter eyebrow pencil it doesn't match with my eyebrow hairs because they're so dark so then i i'll bleach them so that i can get a lighter pencil and it all kind of blends in with each other Mm -hmm. yeah that's pretty much it well, wow, we covered a lot of things. We covered the lady stash. We covered shampoo bars and trends for conditioning. I think we're done. I think so, too. And we struggled through the whole thing. <laughs> Why can we not talk today? It's Som- one of those days. Sometimes it's easier to do this. And I'm just like, wow, we're really flowing. And then sometimes we're just like, right, right, right. Meet me. Okay, let's do a commercial and we'll come back with this week's homemaking fails. Whether we like it or not, what we do online affects our lives offline. Especially now that we are starting to raise our own families. Not only do we want to teach our children to use the internet with integrity, but we also want to guide our own hearts and remain pure online. Covenant Eyes is the leading force in internet and screen accountability software. Start your 30-day free trial today with the promo code YOUNGANDWIFEDUP. You can activate the Covenant Eyes software on all your electronic devices. Begin your journey in providing protection and encouraging accountability by clicking on the link on our website at youngandwifeduck.com. Okay, y'all, you guys have sent us some homemaking fails this week, and I want to read one from Megan S. So I'm going to be reading this in her words. Here we go. <clears throat> la, la, la. <laughs> me, 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 la, la. Okay. <laughs> 
The first time we used our dishwasher at our new home, we are renters and the dishwasher smelled like something dead. Oh gosh. (laughs) I decided to put some strong soap in it to get rid of the smell while I cleaned out some of the pieces I took out of the washer itself. Next thing I knew, there were bubbles filling the entire kitchen floor and water violently spurting out of the vents in the front of the dishwasher. I then spent three hours cleaning up water and bubbles. Three hours, girl! (laughs) Like, seriously, how do you clean up bubbles? How do you clean up? Just wash your floor. There (laughs) you go. (laughs) What if she has carpet? In her kitchen? (laughs) I don't know. Some people are sick. (laughs) (laughs) That is... That is that a is tragedy. A you know what? There that is, is something I would have a stress. That about. is an actual episode of I Love Lucy. Where wow, they, you're right. Yes, it's the same thing. Oh, man, man, I'm so sorry that happened, Megan. But now you got Lucy a funny experience. story. And yeah, pro- I think the moral of the story is not to put like don't use dish regular soap. In soap. Your dishwasher. Dish Make soap. sure it's dishwasher detergent. Dishwasher detergent, not dish soap. But yeah, it's very tempting. And we've all done it. We've all done something like that once. Oh, yeah. Where we're just like, whatever, this is what I do. It says dish soap. I mean. (laughs) She had the right idea. (laughs) Man, poor Megan. I feel for you. My heart. I'm going to pour one out for you tonight. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you for listening to our madness once again. Hit us up on our Facebook group, Young and Wifed Up. Oh, and and also, if you want your homemaking pills story to be featured on an episode, join our Facebook group. We have a thread going once a week where you can comment your homemaking fails. Please. Or also, you can email us, contact us on our website at youngandwifedup.com. Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.